the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden mourning the closure of Hong Kong's most vocal pro-democracy newspaper, Greg Clugston reports. The president issued a statement calling the closure of the Apple Daily a sad day for media freedom and said it signaled intensifying repression by China. He said people in Hong Kong have the right to freedom of the press. Instead, Beijing is denying basic liberties. After the newspaper printed its last edition on Thursday, Mr. Biden vowed to maintain American support for the people of Hong Kong. Greg Clugston, the White House. Nearly three years ago, an engineering firm estimated the building that collapsed needed more than $9 million in repairs. Right now, the official death toll of that condo collapse is nine. More than 150 people are still unaccounted for. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. Your forecast for today, we're looking at a high of 78 and a chance of thunderstorms throughout the day with a low of 64 for tonight. Tomorrow, a high of 84 and a chance of thunderstorms throughout the day again with a low of 66. The mask mandate and capacity limits are no more. Decision-making is back in the hands of private business owners and individuals. For the latest on the economic impact and financial recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic, check out our sister station, The Biz 1440, your exclusive business station in the Twin Cities. Thanks for listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hour number two of the broadcast is called The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to check us out on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and follow our page there if you have not done so. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, coming up in about a little less than a half hour from now, Uh, Ellie Mark, newly crowned Miss Minnesota. She was crowned this past Friday evening. She's going to be joining us in studio for the final couple of segments of the broadcast. So we will be having a live stream of the broadcast over at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page once uh, Ellie arrives. Looking forward to chatting with her and hearing all about her year coming up as uh, Miss Minnesota. Very exciting. I do want to get to some other news from this past week. As you know, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, how much of a sports fan I am. And I'm particularly fascinated when sports and politics and culture always uh, seem to clash because those are all areas of which, uh, you know, I I pay rapt attention to, I guess you could say. Although I I kind of take that back. Sports, I find myself kind of getting bored, you know, watching some sporting events now. I'm not really into it as much. I don't know if I feel like I have other pressing things to do and, I need to move on, but you know, I, I, I still 
pay attention to a lot of things going on on the field as well as off the field. And players today with with the advent of social media have access to have direct access to fans that didn't before. I mean, I'm I'm old enough to remember if I wanted to meet my favorite athlete, I have to stand in line for two hours at a J.C. Penney to get an autograph, you know, things like that. So, uh, so I understand, but uh, I, I bring that up because Carl Nassib, who uh, I was not familiar with, he's a defensive lineman for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he decided to take to social media this past week. And Jacob, if we had that have that clip, speaks for itself. Uh, cut number three: Las Vegas Raiders player Carl Nassib uh, with a big announcement. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. They're an incredible organization. They're the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America. And they're truly doing incredible things. And I'm very excited to be a part of it, to help in any way that I can. And I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Uh, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you have a great day. All right. So there you have it, Carl Nassib. One one thought I had when he uh, when he was conveying that, he says, you know, I've I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but uh, you know, I finally feel comfortable getting off my chest. Like, what? Well, it, it kind of slipped your mind a grand announcement like this that you knew we're going to ha- send shockwaves throughout the sports world. Now, granted, not as big as shockwaves to say if this something like this happened twenty years ago, but certainly big news. It's like, what are we getting? Yeah, I, I've I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but. I, like the, I was thinking of doing it last week was getting my oil changed on my Mercedes. You know, I just didn't have time, just didn't get around to it, you know. But uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, good for him. And I understand where he's going with this uh, because, you know, young people in struggling to find their identity and if they're identifying with LGBTQ youth, uh, obviously there's it's still a struggle for them. And they're dealing with, you know, feelings of guilt. Maybe they don't feel supported by by family and friends, and so for for Carl to make this gesture, I I, I think is uh, is very noble of him. You know, and again, I this isn't an endorsement of that lifestyle or anything like that. Okay, because my my stance on this is is pretty much uh, I don't really care about these professional athletes and what kind of what they do in their personal lives. You know, if you've got a if I look at and and I concur with Carl. I'm hoping that announcements like that don't have to be made. That's just a mere footnote. Because truth be told, I don't really care if a pro athlete hooks up with dudes or goes all Wilt Chamberlain, you know, with his body. Just remember Wilt Chamberlain and the legend he had where how many thousands of women did he bed during his NBA career? I, I just don't care. You know? What 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 you do what you do with your private life. In fact, I'd really rather not know, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> but that's another story entirely. Uh, but on a different note, uh, Nassib's jersey, his number, uh, I don't even know what jersey number he wears, but it doesn't matter. His Las Vegas Raiders jersey uh, that he wears, number 94, was like one of the biggest, it was a huge seller across uh, Fanatics Apparel. I guess Fanatics is the website, and Fanatics, I don't know if they have brick-and-mortar stores or not, but it was one of the, within 24 hours after this announcement, they had Las Vegas Raiders number 94 jersey with Nassib's name on it. Within like a day or two was like one of the biggest sellers on Fanatics. Kids, sometimes it pays to be gay. Amen, Oscar Martinez. So there you have it. And again, I know he wasn't doing that to sell jerseys. Okay? But here's something that I, I also couldn't help think of when I heard that news. That this jersey was such a big seller. You remember Alejandro Villanueva? offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was like three, four years ago. This was during the contentious debate over kneeling during the national anthem. And, and then President Trump, unfortunately, inserted himself in that culture war and was very divisive in his rhetoric in talking about it. 
and basically advocated the you know the NFL should pass some sort of rule that players should not kneel. And early on in the 2017 season, Commissioner Goodell, one of his many resounding blunders that he made, came out and said, "Okay, look, you don't want to stand for the national anthem. Okay, that's fine." You can just hang, you know, it's not league rules. It's not been league rules or league protocol. You know, league rules and protocol say you be out on the field during the national anthem. But you know what? We're going to relax that. You can stay in the locker room if you don't want to stand during the national anthem. Because if you're going to be on the field, we require you to stand. But if you don't want to, that's fine. You can stay in the locker room. Well, how did that help anything? Because all of a sudden, you're going to look on the sidelines and study what players aren't out there. Oh, I saw that uh, all-pro wide receiver wasn't out there during the national anthem standing. What's he trying to say? Is he not believing this? Does, would he have knelt for the national anthem had he been out in the field? You know, that sort of thing. So all of a sudden they're wearing it like a scarlet letter. But Alejandro Villanueva during a, a Bears-Steelers game early in the 2017 season, you know, the Steelers leading up to that game that week had indicated, okay, we're all going to stay back as a team unified. Okay, some want to stand during the national anthem, some don't. But because we're a unified team, we're all going to stay behind in the locker room, okay, even those who who would stand if we were out there, so as not to you know pigeonhole certain players that didn't want to stand during the national anthem. Well, Alejandro Villanueva, Steelers offensive lineman, went out there uh, uh, in front of the tunnel while the rest of the Steelers stayed behind in the tunnel. Turns out they didn't stay in the locker room. They just stayed behind in the tunnel but out of sight. But Villanueva was out there. And you had a lot of pro-national anthem, people who were big advocates for standing during the national anthem. A lot of them applauded Villanueva, and his jersey was a hot seller on these apparel sites, these NFL apparel sites. And, of course, those who were buying the jersey were absolutely ridiculed for that. Oh, boy, you, you 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 just get sucked into these fake culture wars. They just reel you in, and you buy this guy's jersey. You know, what a, what a joke. But yet, a guy comes out and declares a very private matter to millions on social media and his jersey being a hot seller and it's all good and whatever else. So there, there definitely does seem to be a double standard on this. But wait, but wait, there's still more. So obviously, Carl Nassib received a lot of uh, support for his big announcement. And anybody of a high-profile nature... You know, that's whether it's in entertainment or politics, whatever. Anybody of a high profile nature, a big name that comes out and indicates that, you know, they're part of the LGBTQ community. They're celebrated to the hilt. You know, by particularly, you know, secular progressives because they consider them that their constituency, right? Well, NASAB comes out. And, you know, makes this announcement. But there's a twist. Turns out, and I didn't even know this. This was this was brought to my attention on social media. Turns out he's a Republican. <gasps> you know what's funny? Six years ago, I joked about this. I watched the special when Bruce, then Bruce Jenner in 2015 did an interview on Friday on a Friday evening in April 2015 with Diane Sawyer. And I made a joke back then. I said, you know, uh, Bruce Jenner went on with Diane Sawyer. Uh, he was teasing a big announcement, a big life announcement, and true to the hype, uh, Diane Sawyer was shocked and let out an audible gasp when Bruce Jenner made this announcement. Jenner revealed he was a Republican. And seriously, the fact that Jenner was a Republican, the preeminent triathlete of the 1970s, him being a Republican was the more shocking aspect than he declaring himself, for all intents and purposes, a woman. Seriously, that was the more shocking part of that whole special. And we're seeing this right now. You know, Carl, Carl Nassib comes out, he's, he's celebrated for uh, you know, being part of the LGBTQ community, but when it's found out he's a Republican, I mean, I, I can't read some of these tweets because, well, it would violate some of the seven never-say-words on radio, but it's like, uh, you know, oh, let me know when there's an openly gay NFL player that isn't a Republican. Well, what about Jason Collins? He was an NBA player. He was the first um, pro athlete in the men's major pro sports to come out and declare he was gay. And he's not a Republican. Absolutely not. So 
But why the? But apparently they're holding the NFL to a different standard. Here's another one. Uh, that gay NFL player just had to be a Republican. Can never trust these white guys for nothing. Huh? Okay, now we're bringing race into it. Uh, GD, if the gay NFL guy is a Republican. Uh, here's another one. And of course, the gay NFL player is a Republican. I've said it a million times on on this particular station. A lot of these secular progressives, they claim to fight for inclusion and equality and coexistence. And they'll fight tooth and nail for you, and they'll celebrate you to the hilt unless you walk in lockstep with their leftist ideology. I mean, you want to, if you want to talk about freedom and liberty, okay, well, then talk about it independent of somebody's political viewpoint. Because I'm sorry, demanding that you walk in lockstep with a certain ideology because you identify as gay or non-white, that's not freedom. That's not liberty. So unless you're supporting people coexisting with different political viewpoints, you're not celebrating freedom and liberty. You're just not. And, and we've seen this time and time again. So... Uh, but good for good for Carl making that announcement, and even bigger kudos for him because apparently being Republican is the more shocking thing than being gay. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag N A R N Show. Brad Carlson, the clothes are coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com.
Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for always tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, kind of continuing the, uh, I guess, sports, politics, culture intersection here. Uh, if you didn't see this, a uh, big ruling came down from the uh, Supreme Court uh, actually siding with NCAA athletes in a narrow ruling. This is from NPR.org. Faced with the prospect of reshaping college athletics, the U.S. Supreme Court issued a narrow but potentially transformative ruling Monday in a case that pitted college athletes against the National Collegiate Athletic Association, as we better know them, the NCAA. An issue in the case where NCAA rules that limit educational benefits for college players as part of their scholarships. The athletes maintain that the NCAA has, in effect, been operating a system that is a classic restraint of competition. In short, a system that violates the nation's antitrust laws. The NCAA countered that its rules are largely exempt from antitrust laws because they are aimed at preserving amateurism in college sports and because the rules widen choices for consumers by distinguishing college sports from professional sports. Uh, that's kind of the been kind of the popular misnomer, the NCAA all these years, in that they try to have sort of the amateur status, and they try to play both ends against us because there is a boatload of money coming in through college athletics, particularly college football and college basketball. I dare say, you know, March Madness, of course, better known for the college basketball tournament in You've got uh, the championship weekends during college football beginning of the year. The television ratings that those draw and the fans that attend those events, I dare say they outpace their professional counterparts in those particular sports. When I, you know, As big as the NFL is, uh, you can't deny that the pageantry and the, uh, and the aura that comes with a college football game. I mean, it is, it is an event, an entire weekend event. Okay, and not to say the NFL isn't. Obviously, the NFL is is the uh, is the eight hundred pound gorilla too. They can pretty much do whatever they want. But I bring that up because the NCAA, if you if you wonder why they declare amateur status for these athletes, they claim it's this righteous cause. Like, well, they get this full ride athletic scholarship, something that. You know, other students don't have that access. A good number of other students don't have access to because they don't have the athletic prowess and therefore aren't in a position to get that uh, athletic scholarship. And to that end, that's true. But do you have any idea how the NCAA got started and how they declared it amateur status? I mean, let me go back to a piece uh, from about seven years ago. Uh, this was from uh, author uh, yeah Taylor Branch at the Athletic. Uh, Today, much of the NCAA's um, moral authority, indeed much of the justification for its existence, is vested in its claim to what it calls the student-athlete. We all hear that term here constantly, right? The student-athlete, they can't can't benefit outside their scholarship. I mean, get the full-ride scholarship, they get the room and board. And if, say, a booster wants to buy them a hamburger because they they have a good game, that runs afoul of NCAA rules. Uh, This is what... uh, Walter Byers, who was then the NCAA president, wrote. He says, uh, we crafted the term student-athlete, and soon it was embedded in all NCAA rules and interpretation. The term came into play in the 1950s when the widow of Ray Dennison, who had died from a head injury received while playing football in Colorado for the Fort Lewis A&M Aggies, filed for workman's comp death benefits. Now, did his football scholarship make the fatal collision a work-related accident? Was he a school employee like his peers who worked part-time as teaching assistants and bookstore cashiers, or was he a fluke victim of extracurricular pursuits? Given the hundreds of incapacitating injuries to college athletes each year, the answer to these questions had enormous consequences. The Colorado Supreme Court ultimately agreed that the schools, with the school's contention, he was not eligible for benefits since the college was not in the football business. Think about that. The college was not in the football business. But who benefits from those sold-out stadiums every weekend? Who benefits from all of the jersey sales 
for these college football players. It's college, right? The NCAA. You ever go see some of these elite uh, universities? I mean, think of some of the more successful football programs. University of Miami down in uh, Coral Gables, technically is where their campus is located. University of Alabama down in Tuscaloosa. Hey, you can look right here at the University of Minnesota. The brand new buildings and whatever else. How do you think they got the money for that? I mean, yeah, they, they you get some generous donors and boosters to be sure. But they make a few bucks off these athletics. And these players... You know, I, I, I was bullish on this for a lot of years. I, I kind of was gone along with that chanty point. I said, well, you know, they get the full-ride scholarship. They get the uh, educational opportunity that a lot of people don't get, and, and that's going to go a long, long way with helping them in their in their lives When you know, because they're, most of these guys aren't going to go on to be professional athletes. I mean, that's the upper, upper crust. And I, and I went along with that for a long, long time. But when I started to hear stories about – you remember the uh, SMU football team that in 1987 their football program was basically canceled for two years because of just uh, a lot of boosters paying kids under the table. You know, kids who were going to this college and these boosters were enticing them, saying, "You know what? We'll help uh, pay your family's mortgage, buy a car for your family, whatnot, if you come to our football program." Because I mean, these a lot of these boosters were these multi multi millionaires that you know this was this was bragging rights to them, right? If their college football team was it was the big winner well uh this ruling came down uh this past week that's going to kind of put an end to all that and that's good news i'll read again from this continuing from this npr story uh on monday a unanimous court ruled that the ncaa rules are not reasonably necessary to distinguish between college and professional sports writing for the court justice neil gorsuch said that the ncaa seeks immunity from the normal operation of the antitrust laws an immunity which gorsuch said is justified neither by the antitrust law nor the previous opinion of the Supreme Court. Noting that big-time NCAA sports have turned into a multi-billion dollar business, Gorsuch said that a couple of sentences from a 1984 opinion did not declare them, uh, did not declare then or now that there is some sort of immunity based on the concept of amateurism. In a blistering concurring opinion, Justice Brett Kavanaugh added that the sports traditions near and dear to alumni and others cannot justify the NCAA's decision to build a massive money-raising enterprise on the backs of student-athletes who are not fairly compensated. Amen. Uh, Nowhere else in America can businesses get away with agreeing not to pay their workers a fair market rate, he said, adding, the NCAA is not above the law. Now, have I don't know if many of you have ever seen, remember the Fab Five, uh, the University of Michigan, the Fab Five freshmen who came in in 1991, I think it was, and they were instantly All-Americans. They went to two Final Fours their first two seasons together as freshmen and sophomores. And that really revolutionized the sport because all of a sudden everybody's wanting to get Fab Five gear, you know, whether it's the jersey with the player's number on it or they, they actually – um, they they were actually the ones who brought baggy shorts that you see all the NBA and NCAA college basketball players wear. The baggy shorts and the black socks, you know, they be, it became a fashion statement. And people were buying these products because of the Fab Five and using basically using their likeness on this apparel, and they didn't see a dime of it. And yet they were penalized. The program was penalized. Because some of these players got a few bucks from a booster because he, you know, want to go to Taco Bell or maybe get a pizza. And by NCAA rules, wasn't allowed to do that. But yet this university, the benefits that they received from those from those particular players was, I, I mean, they're probably still reaping the benefits today. And some of the new buildings that they've built and refurbished and the and let's not forget the lucrative television contracts because, of course, ESPN, CBS, they all pay for the rights to, to broadcast college basketball. University gets a pretty big cut out of that. But these guys, bupkis. And fortunately, they had a couple of players that moved on to the NBA, had long, successful careers, and became multimillionaires because they were good enough. But a couple of the guys, like uh, uh, Ray Jackson and uh, Jimmy King, never made it the NBA. But yet... The university and the NCAA certainly benefited from them playing college basketball. So this is long overdue uh, ruling, and it's a it's a good ruling. And this was the momentum was already going here because you remember I forget it was I think it was the 
University of Northwestern in Evanston, Illinois. They were trying to unionize a few years ago because of unfair practices like this. And the Supreme Court indicated, yeah, they are going to be allowed to unionize. So definitely a good first step moving forward with this. And uh, we'll be see we'll, uh, be interesting to see how it progresses from here on out. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Back with another segment on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. It's spring, so it's time for home projects. Whether you're remodeling or just tackling your honey-do list, Early Bird Electric is the electrician you can trust. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. Early Bird gets the job done right the first time. From small projects like adding an outlet to whole home rewires or emergency service, Early Bird Electric has you covered. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service. 612, The Bird. Mention The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. Get that back Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call if you have any comments or questions. Going to take a little transition now. Talk to the newly crowned Miss Minnesota. The song says, "There she goes," but no, there she is. <laughs> newly crowned Miss Minnesota, Ellie Mark, crowned this past Friday. She's going to be talking about. Uh, the next, what the next 363 days entails, we assume it's only going to be 363. As we yes. know from your predecessor, went a little long, but we'll yeah. get into that, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the next year, uh, what she's got in store, Miss America coming up sometime in December, and what are her year of service uh, may potentially look like. Ellie Mark, an honor to have you on the broadcast, young lady. How are you? I'm doing so well. It's an honor to be here. First official appearance with Brad Carlson himself. You didn't have any media appearances yesterday then? Well, or? I had meetings, but I mean, there's no crown and sash involved in those okay. ones. So this, was, this is the exciting one. First time putting it on and going, oh my goodness, this actually belongs to me. It's not a dream. <laughs> exactly. So, yes. 
So a little less than 40 hours since you're crowned. Um, yes. What can you tell us? What's it like? How you feeling? I'm overwhelmed in the best way possible. Yeah. You know, just realizing the task at hand and everything that I get to do and have the honor and privilege of doing over the next year is overwhelming, like I said, but in all the best ways, knowing I get to represent an incredible group of women, and I'm mm-hmm. humbled to have this opportunity. Now, for people who've listened to this program for any length of time, obviously, you know, this particular show is my side hustle to my day job, and so uh, my side hustle to my side hustle is the official co-host of <laughs> with the Miss Minnesota organization, particularly Competition Week, had the honor of seeing these ladies uh, compete Thursday and Friday. I was a civilian Friday. I didn't get to call yes. the winner, didn't MC on Friday, so I was on the edge of my seat with everybody else. <laughs> So I got to see, uh, you know, the the final announcement of who was uh, crowned Miss Minnesota. And in typical stoic, reserved Minnesota fashion, Ellie, you didn't show any emotion at all. No, none at all. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's so funny because I was standing there with Rachel Aaron, who's been one of my best buds in this whole process from the moment I met her. We're big Rachel fans here, too. Yes, love her. And so I was standing there, and when I realized it was us in the top two, I had already started crying. And she was like, wait, they haven't announced it yet. Calm down. (laughs) I was like, I'm just so honored to be up here with you. And they said, and your new Miss Minnesota is... L and I just knew at that moment it was me and the rest I don't remember. Uh-huh. It was that moment of uh, just almost like the world was just spinning around me, outer body experience. And when I watch the video, I, it's starting to come back to me, especially the moment when the crown is on my head. I had already fallen down to my knees once. Right. And then I walked forward. I felt the crown slip. So I grabbed it and went, oh my goodness, it's actually on my head, and Uh, I fell again. Um, uh, But, you know, the rest of it, my mouth is wide open, and I'm sure the photographers loved that. Um, But, no, truly surreal, and just thinking about it, I have goosebumps all over again. So now when it comes down to that ultimate moment, I mean, how do you prepare your mindset? Because you're preparing for one of two things. Number one, I'm either Mm going to have the ultimate prize, win the crown, but if I fall, if I happen to fall short, I mean, this was it for you. This was right. it. You, you were done after yes. this year. I mean, did you allow yourself to think that way? How you would handle maybe just falling short, Ellie Mark? Yeah. One of the biggest things was recognizing, okay, this is my first, last, and only chance at this. Mm-hmm. And it had been such a big dream of mine, but recognizing that I did everything I could. And great, I was man. completely and totally myself throughout the whole entire process. So I was really at peace. And- I walked into finals night going, hey, you may not even make top 12 and it's going to be okay. And just having that faith of knowing everything happens for a reason. Um, And again, just standing in that top five, I was like standing there and my heart wasn't even really racing at that moment because I knew whatever was supposed to happen was going to happen. And though I had imagined that moment for so long Mm -hmm. and my whole family, we had just had all these signs of happiness and excitement throughout the week saying, this is my time. It's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And for it to actually happen, though, wild. Love it, yeah. <laughs> so now this, is, this isn't your first go around within the Miss America organization uh, as a whole. Now, on the Miss Minnesota stage, yes, but you also competed in the state of Wisconsin where you went to, yes. went to college. What can you tell us about that experience? Yes. So I competed for Miss Wisconsin in 2019. Okay. And I was Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest. And I really just wanted to be Miss Oktoberfest. It's a huge community-based organization in the town of Class where I went to school. So when I was standing about to be crowned Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest, the last line before they announced my name was, and she has the opportunity to represent lacrosse at Miss Wisconsin. And in my head, I went, oh my gosh, I would have to go to Miss Wisconsin. It was not a goal of oh my mine. Gosh. You wow. know, okay. I was really focused on being Miss Oktoberfest. So when I got to Miss Wisconsin, I wanted to do well and represent Oktoberfest well, but I realized I don't want to be Miss Wisconsin. I'm not from really? here. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, but I also recognized how amazing the Miss America organization and these state organizations are. And I immediately decided I'm going to be Miss Minnesota. You know, I just had that determination after realizing I don't want to be Miss Wisconsin, but I want to represent my home state. And it's funny. I was looking through my photos and on June 16th of 2019 was when I got home from Miss Wisconsin. June 18th, I had a screenshot of all the local competitions in Minnesota because I was picking out which one I was going to run for just two days after coming home. So it's been on my heart for a while and to actually have it happen is crazy. That's a great segue because obviously you won your, I, I remember when you won your uh, local competition, mm-hmm. it was uh, at the end of February, yes. 2020. Yep. 
And of course, we all know what happened a couple weeks later. Yep. Uh, global pandemic yes. hit. And of course, at that time, we hadn't uh, canceled the competition as yet, but it was, we figured, okay, it'll be at least delayed. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of months later, it ends up, the word came out, okay, we're going to have to forego it this year. Hopefully you ladies can hang on another year. Mm-hmm. How t- difficult a decision was that, was that for you? Were you willing to hang on another year? Were you hesitant about that? What was going into your mindset at that point? I remember that call so vividly, mm-hmm. knowing that something wasn't right. We got an email saying, we have an emergency Zoom call at 12 o'clock noon today. Anytime it's preceded by emergency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going, hmm, Miss America's canceled, I bet. Mm, when is yeah. when is Miss Minnesota going to be? And what a blessing it was, though, to have that extra time okay. for me. Yeah. In the moment, I was like, what am I going to do? But again, I knew it was my dream to be Miss Minnesota, so I knew I was going to hang on. And that extra time allowed me to experience a whole breadth of things between both my personal development and professional development and frankly prepared me for this situation and this job. And it led me into the perfect place to head into my interview with the judges and say, here I am, take me, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so obviously the challenges certainly were not unique to yourself, but to right. all the title holders. I mean, a big yes. part of the Miss America organization you know, is the service and is to serving your community. But because we were pretty well restricted, because a lot of people were sheltering in, in place, uh, you didn't have that opportunity. So how did you navigate those waters, being a local title holder, yet not being able to be in the community as much as you'd like, Ellie Mark? A huge part of that, too, was utilizing Zoom. And sure. mm-hmm. Zoom fatigue became real by the end of it, for sure. <laughs> um, I was actually a full-time employee with um, the Know the Truth Prevention Program out of Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, which is a youth substance use prevention program in the schools. Mm-hmm. So I was starting this new job actually last April, completely virtually. And I had to navigate doing these school presentations about mental health, which is my social impact initiative. That's what it's based out of, but also use substance use through Zoom and a lot of these online communications. And so I was able to utilize my full-time job to prepare me to do community service work, even though it wasn't particularly in the community. Um, So it was definitely difficult though. And a lot of us missed out on those in-person appearances and just how good it feels to be in a community and give back to a community and that spirit of giving that is definitely thriving within this organization. So was there kind of a defining moment once we got into 2021 and things started to to wane with the pandemic, more people mm-hmm. got vaccinated and you know things were looking better? Was there kind of a defining moment like, oh my gosh, this is finally going to happen after yes. a year of waiting, we're, we're going to move forward? I mean, was there a particular moment or did you just yes. kind of take it day by day? The the moment that comes to mind in thinking about that is the Eric Matson fundraiser, which was held in Wasika, which oh, is where yeah. I was crowned. Mm-hmm. And it was my first appearance in a community where we were able to directly connect with the community without a screen being between us. And sure. I remember watching Catherine, who was our previous Miss Minnesota, who crowned me, and going, oh my goodness, this is what this job is about. This is why I got into this role, just seeing people so excited to see her and her just making everyone smile and knowing yeah, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to compete for this job. And I remember getting into my car that day and I just smiled the whole hour and a half home because I was just on cloud nine and I'm an extrovert. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) So getting that energy from the community was huge. And that was a definitely defining moment, realizing this is coming to an end. We are going to get through this and I am competing for that job. Very excited. Well, once again, we are joined in studio by Ellie Mark. She, the brand new Miss Minnesota crown this past Friday. If you have a question or comment, feel free to give us a call, 651-289-4488. And we do have the live stream up at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So uh, Ellie is on camera. You can leave a comment or a question in that uh, particular comment section as well. Uh, Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll finish up our uh, discussion with our brand new Miss Minnesota Ellie Mark. And um, again, any questions or comments you might have, because I got a boatload of them. I can go the rest of the segment, <laughs> folks. So 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Back with one final segment on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. I guess you thought that it worked that way. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Pro-life across America. 
Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Have one final segment with our very special in-studio guest, Ellie Mark. She, the new Miss Minnesota, crowned this past Friday evening. And again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you have any comments or questions. And by the way, we have the live stream chat up at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. Uh, Ellie is waving to you all in uh, the camera. So (laughs) very excited to have her joining us. A big part of the Miss America organization, obviously, is each of the 50 title holders representing each of our 50 states, uh, representing their states, serving their particular communities through acts of service. Uh, used to be what we call platforms. Now they're uh, social impact initiatives. And yours, Ellie, is entitled the Campaign to Change Direction. Why don't you kind of give us some insight what that entails? Yes. So the Campaign to Change Direction is a global nonprofit that was started originally in response to the Sandy Hook school shootings, Mm. recognizing that there was a mental health crisis happening within our country. Yes. And their initial focus was to educate everyone on the five um, habits of emotional suffering. So five signs, excuse me, of emotional suffering to educate people as to what that looks like and how to identify if someone is struggling and how to help them in hopes to deter these mental health crises that can happen and hurt both themselves and others. But they recently took a turn that aligns with what I went to school for, which is public health and prevention of diseases and illnesses. And they talk about the five healthy habits of emotional well-being, which are aimed to prevent mental health crises and encourage us to take care of our minds the same way we do our bodies. And now my goal is to educate as many people as possible in this state and hopefully beyond about the five healthy habits and encourage everyone to, again, take care of their minds the same way they would their bodies. And nothing like a global pandemic to really shine a bright light on this particular issue, right? Absolutely. I mean, we heard some horrifying statistics about, you know, suicide rates increasing Mm -hmm. and certainly people hospitalized with mental health services. And of course, the fear of overwhelming our health system already with a a, a Mm COVID-19. 
And people, I mean, did you find that was a situation a lot? People maybe weren't getting access to the services they otherwise might get were there not a pandemic? Yes, absolutely. And I know for me, I'm very fortunate enough that I go to therapy. I have a very supportive family and community that I can lean upon. But um, one of the things I really wanted to focus on as a local title holder and hopefully carry over into now being a state title holder is providing people some resources that they can utilize even if they don't have access to therapy or a supportive family. And so one of the things I was able to do was just create a video. I had COVID-19 and I'm considered a quote unquote long hauler and I still have some issues with my lungs. And I also struggled mentally with that. I got sick and I felt really guilty and I Mm, felt some shame. Sure. And again, my family and my therapist were like, hey, you got sick in the middle of a pandemic. That's pretty normal. It's not your fault, you know? And um, recognizing that that was a message not everyone had heard, I created a video about it that I shared on social media. I remember this, yeah. Yes, and I even was asked about it in my judge's interview about why I had made it. And I said, because not everyone has this access. And I recognize, especially in COVID-19, not everyone wants to go into a hospital and seek some of that therapy or just that support and help that they may need. And that's just something I want to continue doing as Miss Minnesota is provide some of those resources online, whether that just be emotional support or actual tangible resources that people can utilize as they navigate life post-pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and this was still going to be a critical issue, even though as you know, more people are getting out there and, and, and associating amongst their, uh, their family and friends. I, I mean, have you come across now since the pandemic, like I say, is kind of has really waned significantly? Do you also notice a hesitance of people maybe trying to get back into to normal life? I mean, I could see Absolutely. a real deterrent. Someone's struggling with mental health to the point well, that could also be a deterrent. Yeah, it? social anxiety is very real and recognizing that that occurred before pandemic life started. Mm-hmm. But yep. so many people are experiencing it for the first time and may not recognize that they are experiencing symptoms of anxiety or even symptoms of depression as well, feeling kind of hopeless or scared and recognizing that it may be situational. It's not necessarily a long-term thing, but working through it is, it can be difficult. And I know several people who have shared on social media, like everyone's reopening, but I'm not ready to reopen. And I'm (laughs) like, I understand that completely. (laughs) And so just assisting those people and comforting them, reminding them that it's okay that they're going through this and that it will get better. So one of the dynamics I've always enjoyed uh, about this uh, organization is, you know, it is a sisterhood. I mean, yes. some people throw that out as a cliche, but it, it truly mm-hmm. is because you are competitors. You're competing for, for one title, but there's only one out of the 22, in case, case of your class, 22 that's going to walk away with the crown. But yet the, the, the support system is there, the camaraderie you build up in, in a week. It's only a week together, short amount of time, and there's so much packed into it, and it and, and you all walk away from it and say, whoa, that week went quick. But yes. the friendships and the, is are probably going to last a lifetime, Ellie. Right. And in 2019, when I competed for Miss Wisconsin, I made my best friend. Um, and we still talk to this day. She's one of my biggest cheerleaders as I chase this dream of Miss Minnesota. And I know I've made more best friends throughout this past week, for sure. It does go by incredibly quick. And a lot of people say, oh, isn't it super catty? Or does, don't people do this or play right. mind games? And, you know, there's going to be exceptions to every rule. But truthfully, this week, I just felt excited and enlightened. And no matter what the outcome would have been, I would have walked away feeling really good just because these women are incredible. And to be able to have this crown on my head and represent them as Miss Minnesota as well is truly an honor. They were incredible. And I'll never forget these lasting relationships I've made. And of course, you have another 49 best friends that you're going to get to know uh, down the line here. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Yeah, (laughs) Of course, there's going to be the orientation for Miss America. Then Miss America will take place sometime in December back at the Mm -hmm. phenomenal venue that is the Mohegan Sun in uh, Connecticut. Uh, Are you allowing yourself to think that far ahead yet, Ellie, about what that entails? (laughs) Yes and no. You know, I look forward to it. I was sitting, um, we were already talking about what's your talent going to be at Miss America? And my head all of a sudden went in a spiral and I was thinking about all the things I have to do for Miss America. And then I have my phone going off. I had over a hundred text messages and several phone calls and all my social media notifications were blowing up. And I just sat there and I just was like, can we? put a pause on the Miss America conversation. (laughs) I was like, I just need to, I just signed my contract. Like, let's take a breath here. Um, So I am thinking about it, but it's definitely really in this moment trying to absorb the fact that I am representing this state, which was my dream job and getting to do this, taking it one day at a time. 
soaking in every moment. And, and what a time is as we're looking at your sash, the Miss America 100th anniversary. I Very know. exciting. What a what a historic time again. Yes. Joined by Miss Minnesota Ellie Mark, recently crowned a matter of fact this past Friday less than 48 hours ago. Uh, Ellie, we have about a couple of minutes to go. Uh, obviously, people are going to want to follow you on your journey uh, as Miss Minnesota and then to Miss America, through Miss America, everything else. So if there's some social media platforms and you'd like to promote, uh, definitely now take the advantage yes, of the time. Absolutely. So I'm really appreciative because my title before was Miss St. Croix Valley Festival. So when I would have to tell people my social media stuff, it would be this super long thing ah, they'd have to follow. Okay. Now it's much easier. It's Miss America MN, both on Facebook Instagram and Twitter, and I'm gaining all of that access and everything right now. So things are slowly but surely uh, switching over. I also have a personal blog that will be updated soon to represent more of this imagery. Um, it's GabrielleMark.com, and then I am on all of those same platforms at Miss Ellie Mark. Um, so excited to continue to share this journey with everyone on social media. It's the best way to stay in touch with me. And also I can answer questions. I'm an open book if you can't tell. So I'm excited to get to know everyone more as well. Yeah, obviously social media is such a huge part of, well, everybody's everyday lives, but particularly a high profile organization like Miss America. So what are some of the things that they're encouraging you to to put forth as far as, uh, as far as content? That is a great question. And a huge part of it is recognizing that these title holders aren't 24-7 crown and gown and sash, right? We are real humans who are doing real things within our communities. And the things that Miss America are, um, as an organization that they're shifting towards, are these real images of us doing the work, doing the service, not these posed pictures in front of, you know, a new sign or, you know, with a sponsor. It's all about what we're actually doing because people don't recognize it you know, we're not just a pretty face and a crown. It's so much more than that. So I'm excited to get to show people what the job actually looks like. Very exciting. Uh, Ellie Mark, brand new Miss Minnesota, Miss Minnesota 2021 crowned again a mere 41 hours ago. Ellie was an honor, young lady. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Best of luck going forward uh, this year. And uh, we'll definitely see you soon. Sounds good. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for tuning in AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all Hi, Paul Rubin here from the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC. And I'm honored to announce that we've partnered with AM 1280 The Patriot to bring you the Pledge of Allegiance Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. We feel it's very important to bring the pledge back to the forefront of our daily lives. Each day, a local veteran, an active service member, or a first responder will proudly recite the pledge to kick off our day and honor our country. Tune in at 7.30, and God bless America. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. I try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. 
With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own. Whether it's for your personal system or business, Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Celebrating two decades on air. This